Stephanie James. This is Melissa Lamb. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Topa Talk. Talk. Woo! Today we have Allie with Don't Call Me Pretty. We're going to go over her whole life, talk about Don't Call Me Pretty, talk about social media. What's up, girl? Hey there. Hey. <laughs> um, what is Don't Call Me Pretty? Wow, let's, this like, is a great way to start let's off just a go, Monday morning. Yeah, let's hello. just go in. Well, because <laughs> here's the deal. I'm... I'm really bad at social media so stephanie does like all of our social media for topa stephanie does everything but stephanie does all of our social media for topa talk and so <laughs> i am i'm like the worst and i'm Melissa I'm behind doesn't on the time necessarily benefit from social media at all so she doesn't understand like i've had a small business now we have another small business together so it's kind of like i've always understood the value because it's helped me in that sense well, that's okay because that okay. means you don't have to experience social media burnout, which oh. is very real. Which and is what just happened to me. Really? <laughs> yeah, we just took a. I just deleted my app for four days. We took a break from the podcast oh, nice. and stuff. It was amazing. A cleanse. Yeah. Okay, but what is it? Cool. So, wow. Where do I start? I began Don't Call Me Pretty on Instagram about two and a half years ago. And it was kind of during everything going on with the political climate and I really wanted to share what I was feeling and offer a safe space to empower women and femmes and other people who felt kind of marginalized with everything that was going on. And I had been doing this research for a school thesis project looking at body image dissatisfaction for women, mainly in like performance-based industries because mm -hmm. my background is in fashion, entertainment, beauty, everything that's all about what we look like, right? So I realized that some of the biggest influencers, models, actors, people that we consider to be living like the best life ever are actually super unhappy because they're put on such a high pedestal where they're only valued for their looks and really for what this persona is that they're putting out in the world. So I created Don't Call Me Pretty as a place to really offer kind of a solution to that, that we as women are worth more than just the way we look and that we can be outspoken and sexy and fun and all of these great things that make up like who we are and not be judged for it and be unapologetic and support one another for everything we are. Did you always have this power in you? Like, did you grow up always feeling like super confident and like empowered? Yes and no. <laughs> um, I think it was hard for me, like obviously as a teenager and in my early 20s, I struggled with disordered relationship with food and a lot of things that other like young girls go through um, and not just girls other genders experience too but I really realized that okay if I can step into my power and kind of be an example for other women and people experiencing this like maybe I can inspire them to really be like the most authentic version of themselves too amazing yeah I remember I was like 
going to be turning 25 and I'm almost 27. So it's not a lot long ago that I was going to be turning 25. And I finally, like my brain was just like, so how long are you going to hate yourself for? Word. Honestly, <laughs> like how long, like, are we going to keep doing this? And then I was just like, no, I don't, I don't want to keep doing this to myself. Like I'm going to turn 25. Like everyone says the twenties are like your years, which I don't agree with at all, but um, <laughs> I hate them. Um, but I was just like, yeah, I, I had confidence. I talked about this on Danny Stacy's episode too. It was like, I played a lot of sports. I've always had confidence as who I am as a person and like my thoughts and my feelings, my beliefs, my morals, all that. Like I've always have been very confident in that, but I've never necessarily been very confident in like the way I look. So I get what you're saying where it's like, if I just step actually, if I like lean into the power, like what you just said and just stop hating myself because no one else does. Like I'm sure maybe, maybe I have some haters, but probably not. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's a mental game for sure. Oh, totally. And I agree with what you said. I'm almost 27 too. So Hey. Yeah, hey girl i'm the um, old one <laughs> you old bitch oh <laughs> <laughs> okay so you start don't call me pretty yeah and you when did you really feel like it was taking off like okay so it was weird because i started the hashtag and i was like i don't know if this is gonna catch on or if anyone's it's gonna really extremely care. cute and catchy though thank it's like you perfect how'd you come up with it Well, I mean, my background is in social media, so that's kind of how I was able to leverage this and branding. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I just do this and see? Um, I had a couple other working uh, brand names, and that just kind of stuck. And What were some of the other ones? Yeah, we love talking about this, actually. (gasps) Honestly, I can't Mm. even remember. But they just weren't right. No. And this felt like, okay, this is easy. It's memorable. I started... I was like the crazy bitch who would go into bars and be like buzzed with girlfriends and like walk up to strangers and be like talking about this idea because I was so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I found that like a lot of women were into it and I'm like, OK, cool. Follow me. <laughs> so amazing. So but when did you feel like, oh, wow, like this is making uh, an impact? So I actually um, volunteered to do social media strategy for Women's March LA for the first one. And oh, I was how exciting. Yeah, it was a, a definitely an interesting experience. Um, I kind of like left my full time job and I wanted to become an activist, which was not sustainable because I was broke. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how do you do that for a living? Love to know. <laughs> So, yeah, I was, I mean, I had pink hair. It was, like, a thing. Um, But, yeah, I realized, okay, I'm going to work on Don't Call Me Pretty. And I got picked up by some bigger accounts. And that's when I realized, like, oh, people care about what I say and what I do. And I really need to do something with this. So how would you describe, if you had to, like, summarize what... Tell tell like an old person though. Like you're telling a grandparent you just met. Ooh, this one's hard. I have to explain it to my grandma constantly. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what is that? Don't call me. My my parents are like, what? My dad's like, what's a podcast? I don't get it. You don't. It's okay, dad. You don't have to get it. And she'll be like, Allie, you're the prettiest. I'm like, no, No. grandma, you're (laughs) totally. She's like, but all I want to do is call you pretty. It's funny too, because she's like an OG bad bitch feminist. Like. 
she grew up that's awesome and you know in like the 40s and 50s and went to college on her own to become an artist like when women didn't go to college so i'm like you should understand out of everyone um but anyway what was what yeah, were we talking how would about? you how would you describe <laughs> don't call me pretty to an, okay to a, to a grandma so, how do you describe it to your grandma cool so i say that it's a women empowerment brand and community where i really work to uplift and support all kinds of women's voices talking about topics about like body positivity intersectional feminism sometimes politics it depends i've been talking more about like wellness and the social media burnout lately so yeah. Um, who is your biggest inspiration? Like when, like when you're like that's a, that is like the woman that inspires me, or or man, I guess. But I guess yeah. I picture a woman. <laughs> well, I would say like what really lights me up and I feel passionate about is just like I have such an a kick ass like worldwide girl gang, who are just so diverse and interesting and have great stories. So. I don't think there's really just one. It's like when I see like my bitches thriving, mm-hmm. I thrive. <laughs> okay, so now I have a nitty gritty question. Yes. How do you make money? Cool. <laughs> how do you pay? How do you pay your rent? Well, I mean, we were just talking about like being at how being an activist yeah, this, like, yes. is. Yeah. Okay, so um, once I realized that being an uh, activist and like trying to take on all the problems of humanity was not (laughs) going to pay bills I realized like okay I need to get back to doing social media strategy so I do have a part-time position with a marketing agency and then I also coach women entrepreneurs on how to grow their income and impact on social media so what are a few tips and tricks from that yeah for for the person that doesn't know anything about social media (laughs) i'm like "Mm, girl where do i start (laughs) she's like yeah you can request uh yeah she's like pay me (laughs) (laughs) well so i would definitely recommend um really looking at who your demographic is And speaking to them, people think that having a following and likes is the most important thing. It's not. It's building, for lack of a better word, I know it's problematic, but a tribe and really speaking to them. So saying like, okay, I know that my demographic is like a mid-20s woman living in Ventura County who's commuting, right? Yeah. And you can probably break it down even more and just look at like what they like to look at where they're shopping what they listen to so it's it's all about research really yeah we've been having a lot of fun I think my biggest complaint on social media is getting proper engagement yes so that's where I have I really struggle because I think that all I I know most of our followers personally Mm -hmm. um if not like by Melissa or somebody like we know these people and we know how charismatic they are I know if I got in a room with them we'd have like a huge conversation and be great like getting them to communicate with us on social media is really hard we have like 15 down ass people that like are always commenting or always there (laughs) but when we do polls or when we ask questions and stuff it's like 50 50 if we get responses it's really easy for the polls because people just click but to get someone to type and think and like interact in a like genuine way 
seems to be really difficult. It's really tough. And especially so right now, Instagram is really fucking over. Well, and Facebook because they're the same thing. Um, Small business owners because they really want us to pay for posts. Yeah. So essentially they're saying. What? They yeah. Want us, yeah. They want you to like promote and pay. Yeah. Which is they're, so wild. They're like not going to put your posts in the algorithm in the like most ideal ag- algorithm unless you pay interesting and it's really tough for those of us i mean that's how i get clients that's how i get speaking engagements i've been doing more um you ask how i get paid i've been doing more like brand partnerships so getting paid to post but if your engagement's down brands are like oh yeah, can't no. work with you so and you have um an event coming up yes. what is that it's called disconnect to reconnect and i'm hosting it with another coach and wellness expert her name's Sophia and shout she, out Sophia hey Sophia hey she owns I am well community and we actually connected on Instagram which is really awesome i've met so many cool women on Instagram who've become friends in real life so i mean that's a way that this tool is really beneficial totally right yeah i agree so we're, I've been working with this idea of social media burnout for like the past six months or so, and I've hosted a couple events. Um, the audience hasn't been quite right, so I'm really glad that I'm getting this opportunity. Um, Lululemon is sponsoring the event, so Ooh, yeah. Get you some yoga pants. Yeah, we went... <laughs> We went last week and they actually styled us in some outfits for the event. So, That's so the, is the event going to be like no social media? No, uh, we can. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know I've, it's confusing, yeah, but yeah, no, I'm, there I'm will lost. be social media. It's just all how to of, handle social media. It's burnout? about when you feel that burnout, how to kind of um, not just battle it, but find alternatives and learn to be more mindful. Like, we all talk about having these mindfulness practices, but how can we bring that into, you know, like scrolling and not being as uh, mindless and like zombie like. Yeah. yeah. How much time do you spend on social media? Would you say? Uh, I'm like, don't at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably a lot because this is how she does her business. Yeah, yeah I try to. So I set a timer because Instagram is like I'm a slave to Instagram, unfortunately. But I try to spend less than an hour and a half a day. And that's with creating content, posting content, and engaging with... <laughs> that's just on the app. The, the okay. content creation takes a lot longer. Yeah. Okay. How much do you spend... How much time would you say you spend creating one post? Oof. It depends. Like, if I have to go and shoot original photos or something, I'll usually meet up with um, my gal, Liz, who's in town. You guys should definitely interview her (laughs) oh hey Liz shameless plug um and we'll shoot photos together then I have to edit write a caption so usually I guess like three hours yeah Yeah. total time okay so can we back up a little bit yes where were you born in beautiful Ventura California (laughs) let's talk about like growing up in Ventura and your family and kind of like who who you are as a person I'm like is this therapy or a podcast it's a little bit of both (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah so I grew up here I I mean I didn't really appreciate it till I moved um when I was 17 
I moved to school in Northern California in Chico. And I realized like, whoa, Ventura is actually really awesome. Like you're by the beach. The weather's great. The people are nice. Like (laughs) Chico is wild. Chico was not the place for me. I did. I did meet some great lifelong friends, but I need it was just I <laughs> I won't get into it, but I was a, definitely a wild child and it was unleashed there. So. Yeah. Well, we should shout out Madison Leroy. Hey, because Allie and I have a mutual friend. We love you. You listen to the episodes because you're the best. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah. Chico is wild. Chico's known for being wild. Totally. And so at the time I was studying musical theater. Yes. What's your favorite musical? Mm, ooh, that's a hard one. I mean, I like yes the this weekend I was commuting to LA and I listened to Chicago the whole time and sang along. That's amazing. Not sorry. Do you know Spring Awakening? <laughs> yes, it's not one of my favorites. Oh, sorry. I love Spring Awakening. <laughs> that's probably my favorite. Okay, keep going. All right, you're studying musical theater. Sorry. Dino. So I was doing that and I was <laughs> like, look, self, this is not a real career path. Like, I just wanted to Why be... Why not? A, I wanted to be a performer, but, like, on Broadway, and I... We actually... I was in, like, a Glee club, and that Amazing. was the time when Glee was cool. Amazing. So, we went to New York and performed, like, off-Broadway, and I realized, like, this is a really hard life. Like, I'm pretty bougie. I can't do this. <laughs> so... Hey, know... <laughs> fucking know yourself. That's a, that's a tip here. Know yourself. <laughs> totally. Yeah, so, fast forward, I got a job... I wanted to work in fashion. I got a job um, working for a fashion blogger in L.A. So I moved back home to Ventura, kind of stopped going to school for a while and decided I was going to commute and work for this blogger. And a lot of doors were open for me. I met like people at uh, studios and designers and stuff. And I was like this 19 year old just like, ooh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I realized like commuting from Ventura to LA was not really great. Yeah. And my parents were like, yo, you need to go back to school. (laughs) Go, go get, go finish your education. I'm like, ew. Did you? Yes, I did. Did you go back to school in Northern California or did you go somewhere else? No. So I figured out how to work the system. So amazing. Yeah, because I had basically, like, been put on academic probation in Chico, like I said. You're a wild child. I was crazy. (laughs) But I went to community college for a semester and took an art class, and I got an A. So then I applied for the study abroad program and said I had a 4.0 GPA. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. So I studied abroad in Spain for a summer. And it worked. Yeah, I know. So you were in Spain for yes. how was that? That was magical. It was awesome. I actually this was so crazy. I did my program in Madrid and then I had been talking to a woman I met through blogging. Hi Laura. If <laughs> Hi, you're Laura. listening. <laughs> um and she invited me to come stay with her family in Barcelona, so I did that. Yeah, I've been like really lucky. And you have a you have an upcoming trip to London, right? What is that yes. all about? So, um, 
Yeah, well, I'll actually backtrack a okay, little sorry. bit. Okay, sorry. You yeah, wanted my whole life story. I did. Life story. Yeah, Melissa, you're fucking up the life story. Yeah, so anyway, I finished. I came home and finished my degree at Woodbury University. I studied um, fashion marketing and communications and then started Don't Call Me Pretty. There you go. So anyway, London is happening because I have a good friend who's finishing up her master's degree in London. Iris, hi. Hey, Iris. We're just going to shout, shout out, out to all the people. <laughs> just all, all the ladies. Um, and she said, oh, you know, like I'm finishing up my program. Do you want to come and stay with me for a bit? So, <laughs> so yeah. you're going to stay with her for a bit. Yeah. And as of now, we don't have a place to live. That might be different once this podcast whoa, is whoa, live. Whoa. How, how long are you going to be there? Uh, two and a half months. And you don't know where you're going to live? Yeah, but They'll we're going to figure, figure it, out. it out. Yeah, we'll be fine. I'm having, Manifesting. I'm right having now. a hard time with, with, uh, with dealing with that right well, now. Well, it's pretty easy to just hop into a hostel if you have to. Yeah. I, mean, I love London. I was only there for three days, but it was really beautiful. I've never spent time there. I've just been to the airport. So I'm just like living on a prayer. Just Are you guys going to stay there? Or are you going to go to like travel around to, like Scotland and Ireland? Well, and yeah. Luckily, I have actually a lot of friends in Europe. So I'm, I had some friends. Don't brag, okay? <laughs> Hair flip. <laughs> Um, I had some friends who stayed with me who are from Amsterdam, so I'm going to stay with them. Yeah, they owe you. Yes. And then I'm also going to stay in Scotland and in Florence, too. Amazing. So maybe a few other places in between. But actually, the reason why this is kind of aligning right now is a lot of my followers uh, from Don't Call Me Pretty are based in the U.K., so I'm trying to get in with some brands there to host events and stuff. What do you do at the, like, if you were going to do that, what would the event be? Sure. Well, I've done everything from, like, body positivity and self-love workshops. And that's what I'm really passionate about. To just talking about social media and kind of, like, the okay. conversation we just had. Got it. Um, so your parents still live in Ventura. Yes, they do. you have do. any siblings or are you an only child? I have a younger sister, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Who's, yeah. Hey, Shout Sarah. out all day. <laughs> I know. This is great. Um, she's a graphic design student at UC Davis and she's like slaying. Does she, Does she design yeah, stuff for you? Yes. Yes. Amazing. Free labor. D- whatever. <laughs> You better pay your sister, girl. No, I do. I like, we have agreements. You guys got deals. Yeah. Okay. So back to you as like a human being. Okay. What are some of your favorite books, movies, podcasts? What are you, what are you into? Okay, cool. So I am definitely like 90s baby all the way. So I love like cult classics, 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. Drop Dead Gorgeous is on Hulu right now. Oh. In case you're wondering. PSA. <laughs> I've been super into um, Outlander right now. You're going to love Melissa. Scotland. Melissa's obsessed with Outlander. Well, I've never I'm, watched it. I'm convinced I'm going to find a bay there. So that's actually Can the I tell whole you reason of this trip. Every man in Scotland is attractive. Every single one. <laughs> You're making a lot of generalizations over I there. I know. Yeah, but here's the deal. Because like, the, uh, like, the women are beautiful as well. But the the women in Iceland really took me by surprise. I was like, "Holy shit, y'all are be- beautiful!" But in Scotland, like every 
every man I interacted with, I was like, is it the accent though? You're just the accent helps. On the, accent. the accent helps, but they're all like rugged <laughs> and mm. well. People in in the UK just dress better too. Like they yes. put themselves together. It's still like casual and like individual, but they're very put together, and they have their sexy Scottish accents. And yeah, I I could live there for sure. I love you, Andrew. <laughs> he doesn't listen. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> Andrew doesn't As listen. I'm talking about these uh, amazingly attractive <laughs> Scottish yeah. men. Andrew, we're not shouting you out because you're not listening right now. It's fine. Um, I like visited some standing stones. I stayed at the hotel, the B and B that like her and Frank stay in. Um, well, I uh, my mom already already told me like don't touch any rocks when I'm. There. Oh, I touched some rocks. I was oh, like, I'll go back. I'm in like time. superstitious. I'm not trying to do that. Oh, is Melissa cursed? No, no, in, in Outlander, she touches these standing stones and she goes back in time 200 years. Oh, yeah, Melissa's ready. Please I take was ready. Me. Take me. <laughs> she Jesus wants to take outfits the outfits and everything. I was down, though, like when she lives in Paris, like during um, the French court. I'm mm-hmm. like, I could get down with this shit. Yeah. Outlander. Except no plumbing. What Let's just f- throw that bougie. out there. <laughs> Whatever. You're ta- is is bougie. plumbing bougie? <laughs> no, but you said earlier that you were, and it's coming back up oh, now. Okay, yeah, I know. I think in a past life I was maybe nobility. Hello. Hey. I, oh, What's your sign? A Libra. Okay. Why you said and, that like disappointed? Well, and Libra rising. I'm like so extra all the time. Okay. Yeah. What are What are some major characteristics of a Libra? I don't. I only know about extra. Virgos. Extra. Extra. No, extra. Like, that sounds like a Leo a little bit. Oh, totally. It's like um, I'm indecisive. That's a bad quality, but love material possessions. <laughs> I'm just gonna call myself out. I don't care. You live that life. But I'm also like super loyal, easy to get along with, can talk to anyone. Are you dating anybody right now? She said she's going to Europe to find a bay. You know I'm on Bumble and Hinge right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like at me, Allie Nagel. <laughs> you said don't at me earlier, I but know. now well, yeah, not is, about that. This is different context, okay? How are the how is I never I've um, been on a dating app. How do you find that? Honestly, it's weird. Yeah. But it's it's also fun. Have you gone on some fun dates? Yeah. And bad dates. And bad dates. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually trying to uh, do a partnership with Bumble right now about That'd like... That'd be great. Yeah. I want to do cool. like a dating and sex column. That'd be fun. Because so, I'm trying to talk more about like sex positive... Like- Carrie Bradshaw style yes millennial (laughs) Carrie Bradshaw (laughs) hello that's amazing okay so that kind of leads me into my next question like where where do you want don't call me pretty to go like and you've talked a lot about brand partnerships and some more events but like what else is on the docket for you what I really I mean my dream is that I can become a traveling speaker and get paid to host these workshops and talk about all these topics that I'm passionate about and also write a book. Yeah. Ooh. That's part of this trip too. I'm I'm going to say it's a business trip because I'm going to spend some time write, writing. Write, yeah. write some stuff off. Some. <laughs> All. <laughs> this is a business trip, okay? Yeah, hopefully the IRS isn't listening. No, if it, they if don't you listen. are, I, yeah, they don't I don't listen. think the IRS. They don't, they don't listen. listen. We don't make any money, so they don't listen to us. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're not interested in us because we don't have ads or anything. We don't make money. Yeah, nice. So here we are. Um, would you actually write the book, or would you get a ghostwriter? No, I would write the book. That's like one of my biggest passions is writing. So 
I hate writing. I have writing. I can't even write an Instagram post, let alone a book. Hey, if you need a copywriter. <laughs> I like writing. <laughs> yeah, writing's fun. Um, so you're going to start writing the book in London or while you're traveling. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. I'm yeah. excited for yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I uh, think it'll be a good, like perspective shift too because I'll be like in a different environment and that always helps me too to grow yeah you'll be inspired by your surroundings so Mm -hmm. what is this WCW series that you're doing so yeah so I started that about a year ago on Instagram it's women it's women crush okay Okay. you started woman crush Wednesday no I didn't start it oh I just used it okay Okay. she started doing it regularly yeah so what I realized like I said before I have this incredible network of women who I've crossed paths with worked with whatever I've had so many weird jobs um which I think like now I'm getting to the point where I realize like oh okay these things happen for a reason yeah So um, I was like, oh, how can I really showcase these women who I think have really unique stories and who are I want to interview and are different than me? So I started doing it as post, um, but I'm trying to turn it into a podcast. Oh, hello. Go for it, girl. And then eventually I want to do a coffee table book just featuring 100 different women I know who inspire me. Amazing. That's pretty cool and would it be called women crush what would it be called i think so i don't know if that's like patented or something but yeah we'll get there when we get there hey if you need tips and tricks about starting a podcast yeah you're at the right place <laughs> um, it's I, hard but it's easy but then it's hard but then it's easy Ooh. okay which i'm sense. sure that's like how most things in that's life how most, are though. yeah you kind of figure something out and then you're like cool this is easy and then you get another roadblock and you're like shoot how are we going to get our podcast on iTunes when my iTunes won't load <laughs> on my Apple <laughs> Mac? Um, so I have a couple of um, quick, like, rapid fire oh, yeah, okay. questions for you. Okay. Um, so it's either, like, yes or no or this or that. Okay. Well, maybe we'll maybe let you explain yourself, but maybe, maybe at the at the end, usually we you get to. Explain I'm like, yourself. I'm a wordy bish, so I'll try. But, but try to just pick one or the other. At least, you know. All right. And you can pass if you if you really feel that you need to. Um, so the first one, Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. SNL or Mad TV? Ooh. SNL. East Coast or West Coast? West Coast, Best Coast. <laughs> Ayo. Uh, White Claw or Truly? <laughs> I forgot about this oh, question. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Honestly, Truly. Okay, 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 okay. Sweet okay. or Savory? Mm, sweet yeah bernie sanders or elizabeth warren oh. wow melissa bernie okay. bernie <laughs> all right burn dog i almost explained that one but we're no it's okay we're moving, we're on. moving on so yeah. you pick truly over white claw we need to discuss this yeah we're mad. this is the one that i'm most uh, curious okay about. only because i went to a barbecue recently and tried the mango flavor it's fucking bomb oh okay we had the black cherry one and it was oh, not yuck. bomb but White Claw, like I stand. Don't they have a grapefruit? Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, but I'm upset that I. I actually kind of slightly. Melissa enjoyed likes White Claw. Claw, and she just needs. She's having an cri- identity crisis. <gasps> is what's happening here with alcohol or just with, with life? With, with a White Claw. With White Claw, <laughs> it goes against. It goes against everything that I believe in. Yeah. Okay, but I, you live in Ventura, mm-hmm. and you're like 
super into social media and stuff, but I feel like, do you frequent Ventura? I never see you post stuff in Ventura. I do on okay. my on my personal on your personal account. one. Yeah. Where what? are your favorite places in Ventura? Uh, hmm. Okay. Well, as far as food goes, I love Lure. Oh they yeah. Have a great happy Sand hour. Sand dabs. Yeah. All mm. day. I'm hungry, guys. <laughs> I know. Me too. I also love Cafe Fiore. I worked there for a oh, while. Cool. A, a long time ago. Favorite coffee shop is Cafe Du Soro. Where's that? I know. That's why I go there. Hello. No I was like, she's going to say Prospector. Well, da, I da, love da, da, Prospect da. too, but like whenever you go in there, there's no place to sit. Yeah. And no. I'm so like, where's the Cafe du So Soro? it's on Main Street. It's kind of by Rice uh, Thai. Oh, I know where it is now. It's and super it's cute. it's super nice. Like I have meetings It's like there, French bakery. Yeah. And they have Intelligentsia coffee and really bomb pastries. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I just stepped in there and got a coffee and a pastry the other day. Yeah. It was great. And I hope now that not everyone's going to go there that they listen to this. But Uh-oh. Uh, they might get, they might blow no up. No one's listening. They have a, a really good chai, hot or iced. Oh, that's Melissa's, speaking Melissa's language there. Yeah. No white claws, though. It's okay. I'll survive. <laughs> She'll bring her own. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what about your favorite bars? Uh, Do you drink? Yeah, you drink yes. truly at a barbecue. Duh. Yes, honey. I'm like, hello. White wine runs through my veins. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Me and you are kind of the same person. You guys are vibing. Yes. Cool. Like basic. Yeah. <laughs> no. Basic and bougie all at the same yes. time. Yes. I love, why can't I think of the name right now? It's on, shoot. Okay. Moving along. It's not the- <laughs> Is it on Main Street? Rumfish. Rumfish. Such Rumfish a nice vino. Yeah, such That's a, a nice restaurant. Yeah. She's because she's classy. She doesn't go to bars. She doesn't like go to bars. I do go to bars. I went to Bombay's a few weeks no. ago. No, no. That was no. such a. R- no. Well, I went with my friends who are a little like younger and more ratchet. AKA, I was just going to say ratchet. Sorry, friends. We're not going to shout you out. We're not going to call you out right now. <laughs> but. Yeah, well, no they're going to gonna know. They're going to listen and be like, oh, yeah, we went with her to Bombay. No to Bombay for me. It's a no for me. <laughs> yeah, it Canceled. was it was pretty bad. Canceled. I want to go. There's a line to get in. I'm sorry. I'm that uh, I'm that old now that if there is a line and you're checking IDs and I can't just walk into a place, I'm not going in. I want to go to. Is that me too old? <laughs> no. I want to no. go to Star Lounge. Didn't they just oh, like yeah, remodel? Wait, I, okay. I guys, a, I go out all the time. Can we talk let's about, be honest. Can we Star talk, Lounge rocks. I want to talk about something, though. I'm very <laughs> disappointed right now. What? Star Lounge remodeled. And it was the most devastating experience of my life. I haven't been in since they remodeled. It's no. still dodgy enough. Like they changed their prices. Yeah. And now the bar is nice. I'm a. I'm, now the- that was like my, my dad, too, like visits and. I remember when my had my graduation, all my family was here. We got like Star Lounge. So we went to Star Lounge <laughs> and we took my dad bought like eighteen shots of Crown Royal and it was like under a hundred dollars. <laughs> and he was like, This is the most magical place ever. And like Ace and I go all the time. We like jump in there and get like a beer shot special when we're thrifting because mm-hmm. I'm an alcoholic, I guess. I just I'm just going for it right now. But what's sometimes that, what's but that they dodgy place it. we went to during the fires? That was like the one oh, bar that that's was open. Sui, the sewer. 
The sewer. Uh, yeah. Have you been there? The sewer was Girl, early twenties. I've been everywhere. <laughs> like I am a native. <laughs> the sewer is early twenties. I'm not. I'm done. That's that like place. where you go to see the deadbeats of high school. Yeah. Really? Yes. And they have a shot beer special too. It's great. Actually, I will say that's Wild good. You can get a tall can and, and a, a shot for yeah, nine dollars. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Like I remember getting like a PBR and like a shot. We of had Jameson. a lot of fun because we went and there was nobody in there. Oh, that's fun. And there wasn't live music yeah. at that time. Yeah, it gets a little cramped, but it's... I've had a lot of fun there. I enjoyed it. Um, Oh, I think we're going to need to start wrapping it up here in a second. But um, if there is, like, the main takeaway for people for that you want people to know about you and about Don't Call Me Pretty, what would it be? Hmm. You're allowed to think. Okay. I think that... What I'm really working on is that I want to connect more with people in real life. I think it's important. Yeah. I think that especially now that I have a bit of a following that people see me and think like, oh, that must be great. Like she has a different persona. But I'm like, I struggle too. You know, it's with especially with the engagement and like trying to get partnerships and paychecks Mm -hmm. and invoice and all of these things like I really want to be transparent that that's a big part of the business, but I also want to feel like I can be available to my followers and they can reach out to me and ask questions and have conversations with me in a safe space. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. This is awesome. Love yourself. That's what I'm vibing on today. Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. We've, you know, I I know Stephanie has been following Don't Call Me Pretty for a while and has talked to me about it a lot. And you gained gained a new. Yeah. A real life follower. A real life follower today. So thank you. (laughs) Go check her out on um, Instagram. um, Don't Call Me Pretty. It's really inspiring. It's super fun. It's cute. Funny. Thank you. It's real. Um, well, Thank you. We'll, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.